And, and so like I was saying earlier, uh, this kind of meeting is, uh, is not limited to a, a, a certain structure. I don't mean it's out of order. We believe in order and doing things decently and in, and in order as 1 Corinthians 14 tells us to do. Uh, in, in specifically in regard to gifts of the Spirit, in regards to the vocal gifts, you know, tongues, interpretation, and prophecy. That's where people can get squirrely. <laughs> uh, we, we like to have all these gifts in a proper order and done in a right way. And, uh, and even in a believer's meeting. We're not saying believer's meeting, no boundaries, it's just chaotic, you know. Some are called, some are sent, some just took a microphone and went. You know, that, that, that concept... It's not a free-for-all, but yet inwardly in our minds, and I would encourage you all to adapt this if you haven't already uh, for tonight, adapt a mentality that I have really no great expectations for the service just to go a certain way. It's not about preference. It's not about song preference or style preference. Some say, I'm into teaching. Someone says, I just love to pray. And someone says, I just love to sing. Well, great. We may do all of that or none of that. (laughs) You know, but we remove the barriers in our mind so that we stay open for God to lead us, for Him to guide us and direct us. And, uh, and, and, and some of the things you learn as you grow in, in, in your relationship with God is uh, is that, you know, expected time frames sometimes need to go. Uh, I realize in certain, depending on what type of meeting we're doing and what type of service, sometimes you got to have time frames there. But the idea that, you know, we need to sing for so long and teach for so long and pray for so long. No, none of that. None of that. Remove all those out of our mind. And we just say, Lord, I'm just here to be with you. And if we're just here to be with Him, how can that be a bad thing? I mean, uh, how can that be a negative in, in any way? You ever read over there in the book of Mark chapter 3, where, where Jesus called the twelve? You remember the twelve? Some of you know that song. Uh, he called the twelve disciples or apostles. And, and, and you remember the first thing? He said to them, or the first reason that he called them, he said, uh, it's, Scripture said he called them to be with him and then to send them out to preach. Notice the order there. Before he ever called them to do something for him or to work for him or to serve him or to do kingdom business, the first priority was he wanted them to be with him. Yeah? And once they were with him, and with him a lot. He did send them out at times, but then they'd come back and be with him. And he'd send them out and they'd come back and be with him. By the time that was all said and done, and Jesus died on the cross, and then was raised from the dead, and then ascended to be seated at the right hand of the Father, time all that was said and done, day of Pentecost came, and these guys started acting just like Jesus. Why? They'd spent so much time with him. They spent so much time with them. That's what baffled some of the, the rulers of their day when they looked at them and said, these guys don't even have the education that we have. These guys don't have the qualifications to, to be like this. What's the deal? They said they took note of them that they had been with Jesus. Oh, what a high compliment. I mean, wouldn't that be cool? 
if, uh, if that would be the most notable quality of, of, of your life? Uh, wouldn't that be the, uh, I mean, if we were as a church to be known by anything, wouldn't that be one of the pretty cool uh, qualifi- or, you know, qualifiers there? Or, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Characteristics, you know, those people, they've been with Jesus. You can tell when you get around them. You just walk with them very, very long. You can tell they've been with Jesus. Those with education, those without education, those with money, those without, those different ages, different, different backgrounds, different history. You can tell it's all. It's, there's something that's that's true about all of them. It's like they've been with Jesus. You say, well, how would you know what that looks like? Well, they act like him. They act like he does, and that's really the high calling we're called to. The Apostle John over in the book of First John, he, he, he said that if you, if you say you belong to him, you should walk as he walked. Someone said, well, you can't act, you can't be like Jesus. If you spend time with him, you can. Yeah. And actually, we're supposed to. Praise God. All right. Anyway, welcome to church. Did I say that yet? Welcome to church. Let's take, let, I want us to just take a, take a bit. And let's just spend some time with the Lord. All right? So what do you mean by that? Well, in one sense, we already are. I get that. We're spending time with Him, talking and listening and so forth about His Word. But uh, the best way I know is to start off with, with speaking and singing and praising and worshiping and, and talking to Him and just glorifying Him. And then after that, it's kind of how, however he leads. Sometimes he'll lead you into a place of quiet. And you're with him. And sometimes he'll lead you into a place of, woohoo, you know, celebration. Yeah? But either way, we start, we magnify him, we're going to be with him. So here's what I want us to do. Is uh, uh, we're going to all stand up. And, and as we go... Uh, as we go forward with this, if you get, because I don't know how long we're going to just stay there and stand there in the presence of the Lord. So if you get tired of standing and you stop thinking about him and you're just thinking about your feet or something, here's the, here's the solution. Sit down <laughs> and stay and stay connected right up here. All right. That's the goal. Stay connected. Keep your mind stayed on him. Uh, many times it helps us if we stand. But if, if that becomes a you know, an issue, you just sit and you just keep staying in the presence of the Lord and, uh, and maybe we'll all sit together and maybe you'll be the only one sitting and I don't care. You're not unspiritual for sitting down. Amen. Jesus sat and taught the people sometimes. Say, so why did he do that? He was probably tired of standing. <laughs> Amen. Well, let's all stand. Praise God. Amen. Let's just let's just worship the Lord. Let's just lift our voices to him. Let's just give him praise. Magnify him. Lord, we honor you. We bless you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify your great name. We praise your great name. We thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your kindness. We thank you for your great love. We thank you, Lord, for your, for, for heaven's, heaven's witness in our hearts. We worship you. We glorify you. 
We praise and magnify you, Lord. You are worthy of our praise. Worthy of our praise. Worthy to receive all the glory. Worthy to receive all the praise. We magnify you. We glorify your holy name. Blessed are you. You are the most blessed. You are wonderful. You are worthy of our praise. Worthy to be exalted. Worthy to be magnified. Worthy to receive all the glory and all the honor. The Lamb, the worthy Lamb that was slain. To receive blessing and glory and honor and power and might and dominion. All the glory, all the praise be unto you. We worship you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. We glorify you. Be exalted, Lord. We lift you high. Oh, be exalted. We lift you high. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we glorify you, Lord. We magnify your name, we magnify your name. High and lift it up. High and lift it up. Let your glory fill the temple. Magnify you, bringing our best, 
the very treasures of our hearts, our love, and our gratitude, our thanksgiving for you, for all you've done. We worship you, Lord. We give praise to the Son, to the one who gave his life, to, to the Lord who gave his life for us. We worship you. We praise you, Lord. <laughs> we praise you, Lord. We praise you in the sanctuary. Praise you in the mighty expanse. According to your excellent greatness. According to your mighty deeds. We praise you and give all thanks to you. For you do all things well. We glorify you. We magnify you, Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We worship you. We glorify you. Father, we're here to set aside all thoughts of every worldly thing, of every natural thing. We fix our gaze on you. We set our hearts on things above, our minds on things above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of the Father, we set our mind on you. We set our, t- our, our hearts on you. We give our time to you. We just want to be with you. We just want to be in your presence, surrounded by your love, surrounded by your goodness. We worship you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we bless your name. Oh, we magnify your name. Oh, we bless you. We bless your name. We bless your name. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. Oh, we thank you that we've been invited in. We thank you. We've been invited in to your very throne, to your very throne of grace. Oh, that we might benefit, that we might adhere to, and we might partake of your mercy and grace. We thank you, Lord. We worship you. We glorify you. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. Ha ha. Hallelujah. 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 Ha te bano. Hete venye. Era Era gusti caragala. Era gesi caladea luci. Era lunsi padorava nurabansi. Ia lunji ezarucha catapada leverdamanici amanana masas. And so know that I'm not holding anybody out. And I'm not keeping anyone on the outside. In fact, I've paid the highest price. I've given the blood of my own son so that you could come on the inside. Anyone staying away or keeping their lives apart from me, apart from my blessing and apart from my grace, is doing so to their own demise. But it's not because I've kept them out. It's not because I don't love them or want them in. You've been invited and I've given you away. I've given you access to my very throne, to my my very heart so you can come in and and in joy you can come in and fellowship with me and be filled with my life and be filled with victory 
This world will hold nothing on you if you'll spend time with me. This world and the curse that is therein will no longer be able to attach itself to you and maintain in your life. and It will no longer stay connected to your finances. It will no longer be able to drag you down and hold you down. Enjoy this place of my presence for my victory that has been won will be manifest in this place. So come on in. Don't hold back. Don't hesitate. Come on in and enjoy the atmosphere. It's wonderful. It is great. It is my presence. And it was designed for you. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, enter in. Come on, enter in. Into His presence. Into His presence. Into His presence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We magnify you. Oh, we come up. We're coming up. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up into a holy place. Coming up. Coming up to be with you. Coming up to be with you. To enjoy your embrace. Coming up. Coming up. Coming up to be with you. Father, we worship you. We worship you. We glorify you. Hallelujah. Adam Anastasius, Pastor Doug, uh, hallelujah, do that thing where you, uh, you've done it before so I could do it, but you could do it, where you have people just wait and step in, set up out of am I on, we're just going to step in and we're going to go deeper, we're going to step into a new atmosphere of heaven and I believe God's drawn each one of us closer to him yeah, yeah, yeah. and that invite is fully extended to us so here's what we're going to do if we can just get back get your legs as far back as you can in your chairs and we're just going to take a step of faith we're going to take a step where we just step into a presence that's so real a, his presence which is so good yes and we're going to all step in together so in the count of three, we're going to take a step, and then we just we're just going to lift up our hands. And I I just I, the Lord was saying this to me earlier that we're we're called a living sacrifice, and Paul talked about being poured out. He uh, uh, was an offering poured yeah. out to the right. Lord. Yeah. So let's do that. We're just going to pour out ourselves, and watch when you pour out yourself, you get all of Him. And so we're just gonna we're just gonna do that. We're just gonna pour out ourselves, and we're gonna step into His presence and get filled up. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And and just know the physical step. We're gonna take a physical step, but that's just something that you're attaching your faith to. So it's not like, am I there? Am I there? You get ready, and then you say, Now, Lord, I'm stepping in, stepping up close, stepping right up to Your throne. That's right. It's a you're taking a physical step because you're. It's representative of a spiritual step that you're taking. Amen. Yep. Just like water baptism, just like communion, when you take that step of faith, you're believing that there's a release. You're believing that you're having an expectation of a manifestation of God. So we're going to do that on the count of three. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for your presence. Thank you, Father. We're excited to step into your presence. We're excited to step in closer to be with you to be with you Father no higher calling than to be with you so here we come 
right now, stepping into more on the count of three. One, two, three. Thank you, Father. Worship the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, in your presence, Lord. In your presence, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship, we worship, we worship in your presence, Lord, in your presence, Lord. Now everything changes. Everything changes. Nothing of this world will stay. All your thoughts and all your ways. We enter in. We enter in to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord, we worship you. Oh, we praise and worship you. bless you. We magnify your name. We give you glory that you deserve with all the holy angels. We magnify and worship you. We give glory unto you, the one that is true, the one that is righteous and holy and just, the one, the one, the one. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. We bless your name, O Lord. We bless your name, O Lord. We worship you, O Lord. We worship you and praise your name. We glorify you, faithful and true, honorable, lovely, and holy. Holy is your name. 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 Holy, holy, holy is your name. Holy is your name, holy is your name, holy is your name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, I worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Stay in this place. Stay in this place and listen as you stay. In the presence of the Lord, if something shows up in your life, if you find that in your in His presence there's something in you that doesn't belong there, I don't mean that the Lord is, is there to, to, to point it out, but it, sometimes it becomes obvious that it doesn't belong there. It's something attached to you. It's not who you are in Christ, but it's something attached to you, and it doesn't belong there. Don't hide it or or immediately take your mind away from it. Lay it down there. Lay it down there and get rid of it. Lay it open. Don't hold on. Hide it. Conceal it. Lay it open. Say, I've recognized this doesn't belong here with us with us meaning you and the Lord you say to him I recognize this doesn't belong here I'm, this doesn't belong in this relationship this doesn't belong here I want it gone I'm laying it before you so it goes out of my life his blood is more powerful than that his name is more powerful than that his presence will obliterate it as long as you let it go but you let it go and deal with it properly right there in that pray place. Now you enter in further. Now you go deeper. Father, we worship you. You are holy. You are holy. May your holy presence, your holiness, and your presence saturate your people. We lay aside anything that is unholy 
or undeserving of this place. We lay aside anything and everything that is not welcomed in this relationship that we have with you. We lay it aside. We lay it aside. It's covered in the blood. We lay it aside in the name of Jesus. And we are free and cleansed and washed. We are liberated from it. And we are holy in your presence. Not carrying with us any thoughts. Not carrying with us any sin. Not carrying with us any unforgiveness. Not carrying with us any root of bitterness. Not carrying with us anything of this world. Anything of the flesh. We enter in as those washed and sanctified. Holy and accepted by you. Into your very presence and love. And we worship you. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We pour ourselves out as an offering unto you. We pour out our lives in adoration and worship. As vessels for your glory. And for your presence. We worship you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, we worship you. Praise God. Praise to you, Lord. Praise to you. We worship 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 you. In the presence of your name, we worship you. We worship you. In the presence of your name, we worship you. We honor you, we love you, Lord, we worship, we worship, we glorify your name, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, hallelujah, 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 we worship you, Lord. stand in awe and holy reverence of your name your great name your holy presence Father we worship you we honor and bless your name we praise you in this place giving glory to you glory and honor glory and honor hallelujah hallelujah we separate ourselves unto your will Sanctify ourselves unto your will, to your plan. Setting aside every thought, every question, every doubt, and every fear. Step boldly, boldly into your plan. We draw near. Draw near to you. Draw close to your heart. So we think your thoughts. So we think like you and act like you. Oh, Father, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. 
worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We press on, Father. We press in and press on towards the upward call of God in Christ. think anything different you said you would show it to us may our thoughts align with yours today our thoughts align with your holy purpose and your holy plan may none of us think different think in any way different from what you have in mind for our heart for our lives your will be done on earth in our lives as it is in heaven perfect fellowship perfect will perfect will perfect plan perfect will perfect plan we submit to it we submit to it we worship you Lord we worship you we worship you oh we worship you Lord we worship you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To praise His fullness to thanksgiving to you from the very depths of our being from the very bottom of our hearts we pour out our praise and worship to you you are worthy of our praise we love you we serve you we bless your name we praise you we honor you we worship you Lord we worship you Lord holy is your name Great are you, great God, Jehovah, Lord of mercy, Lord of glory, God of might. We give praises unto you. God of wisdom and Father of lights, we give praise to you. We worship you. We honor you. We bless your name. We worship you. We worship you as all creation waits for the manifestation of your children. We worship you. 
We glorify you. We magnify the King who's coming. We praise the Lord Jesus who's coming back. We praise the Lord. We praise the Lord. King of kings and Lord of lords. We praise you. sacrifice of praise the fruit of our lips giving thanks to your name we worship you let all of heaven sing let all the earth rejoice let everyone by choice let them lift their voice in praise to you in glory and honor and thanksgiving to you to the Lord Jesus to the resurrected King, to the Lord our Master, we worship you. We praise you. We glorify your name, O oh Lord. We praise you. We praise you. We glorify your name, O oh Lord. We praise you. We praise you, Lord. We worship you. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I sing a song. I sing a song from heaven. A song of praise. A song of glory. A song of worship to your name. We worship you. We worship you. All the praise, all the glory, oh, we worship you, 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 we worship you. given us his very best he's given us his all he continues to pour out blessing and pour out favor upon his body upon the church he continues to lead us by his spirit to guide us in what he would want us to do let's offer to him a praise a, a, an offering of worship an offering of thanks pour out of yourself from your heart your words mean more than your stuff your your heart and your heart of gratitude and your words of thanksgiving and praise mean more to him than anything else offer it to him pour out just like you would bring him a physical tangible gift bring him a pray give him an offering of your praise an offering of your thanks an offering of your worship he desires to be with us more than anything we can do for him he wants to be with us lord we worship you we honor you. We bless you in this place. We honor you. We bring our sacrifice. We bring our praise. We bring our offering. 
our offering of thanks, our offering of praise, our offering of worship and glory to your name be glorified above all else, above everything in this world and in this life, above everything that we could have, everything that we could do. We bring an offering of thanksgiving and praise to you. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be glorified, O Lord. Be magnified, O Lord. Teach us to think about time like you do. Teach us to think and prioritize like you do. Teach us your ways so we may understand and walk closer with you without hindrance, without blockage of wrong thinking. Teach us your ways. We bow at your throne. We worship you. We are your own. We belong to you. You are a part of us. We are a part of you. We belong to you. You belong to us. You hear us when we pray. And Lord, we hear you when you say. For we are attentive. We are mindful. We are responsive to you, to your spirit to your guidance Ah, yes yes thank you for your calling thank you for your calling for you call us up you call us out you call us with a holy calling and we hear we respond and we believe (laughs) that faithful is he who calls who also will do it you perform you perform your very word and your promise in us we need not fear or be concerned we need not worry even for a moment about what we can do about our ability But we trust in you working in and working through so that we can do all you've called us to do. We can be exactly what you want because it's not by might nor power but by your spirit. We worship you. We glorify you. We praise your great name. We worship and praise your great name.
People. People. People are the plan. People are God's plan. Everything revolves around the people for whom Jesus died. Everything revolves around the people. And so we give our lives that your will for people might come to pass. That your desire to love them and to be with them will forever last. We yield ourselves to you. Vessels you can use and flow through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we prepare our hearts for what comes next. We prepare our hearts today for what you want to do and say. We prepare by being in your presence. And so we can handle everything that comes our way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, the Lord is good. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Well, uh, thank you, Lord. Anybody like it? Praise God. He's good. Amen. It's good to be in his presence. Amen. Does someone have a have a child that has some sort of uh, not a sickness but more of a disease that's in here? I don't know if the child's here. I don't know. Someone have a child has a disease? You do? What is it? Is is she here? Is that home? Let's, uh, let's agree together concerning them. Father, in the name of Jesus, I, re- I we rebuke cystic fibrosis. We, I curse you in the name of Jesus. Disease, die. You, you cannot stay in their bodies. Absolutely not. Not even for a second. Get out of them. Get Get, get out. I said get out on the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get out, get out in Jesus' name. Out, all the way, out, can't stay. In Jesus' name, be healed. Be healed now, amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Praise God. Praise God. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Let's just, uh, let me just check a minute. Father, thank you for your goodness. We worship you. You're so good to us. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Why don't you go ahead and sit down for, for as long as you want to. Amen. 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 Praise God. Mickey, you got any songs over there stirring up on the inside? Hallelujah. If you do, go. If not, then if you don't, then it's fine. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's had in my heart to... I'm just going to sing this out. Over some of the Bible school students. Like a fish in the water, like a bird in the sky, it's easy for you to live that supernatural life. Oh, it's easy, and as his eyes upon. The sparrow, all the days of your life, all your steps coming forth were ordered of Him. You can rest in Him. You've been invited and you're surrounded. By His love, He is the Alpha, He's the Omega, He's your beginning and your end, and everything that's in between. Your steps are ordered, your days He sees. He's called you forth, He's sending you out. He knows the plan that He has for thee. You can rest in Him. You can rest in Him. Oh, for you know Him. For you know Him. Everything He's deposited, everything He's placed in you, it's for a divine purpose. It's for your calling. It's for what He has ordained. It's why He called you to come up higher and of His deeper things to attain. Oh, so you can rest in Him. Keep your eyes on Him. Oh, for that which He's begun in you, He will be faithful to complete and continue to renew. 
So just rest in Him and know that the supernatural life He has called you to. And like a fish in the water, like a little bird up in the sky, it's easy for you to live the supernatural life. Oh, continue to come. For he's invited you and surrounding you with his love. Oh, he's made you holy. He's made you whole and he's made you holy. Oh, Father, thank you that their steps are ordered of you. And everything you've deposited in them, you will surely come forth and bring to pass. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God is good. Amen. You know, sometimes the Lord will will speak by word, and sometimes He'll speak by song, and uh, and you'll find that there's a there's a vein or a flow, and I I keep uh, sensing again and again it's confirmed in that as well that there's something about the call, something something about the call of God that He's wanting us to be conscious of and aware of, and and, and I can hear. You know, don't don't worry about it. I can hear. Don't be concerned about what uh, about you know doing it per se, but rather yielding to it. And 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 one of the things that I've recognized in my life is that spending time with the Lord makes things clearer. Doing what we've done in this service, it it will sharpen the image a little bit and uh and and it might be that some having spent time with the lord and if you pressed on in it may have gone from totally blurry to less blurry (laughs) i mean i'd like to say everything is just crystal clear to me all the time concerning everything god but it's not sometimes it's little by little and more and more and uh, but spending time with the lord like that uh will help things to, to come into focus now uh, let, let me read let me read something to you you don't have to turn here just listen let me find it a minute uh, some of you know the story of Moses when Moses went on the mountain uh, you know to get the Ten Commandments and stuff and he was up there for those 40 days and 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 he was in the presence of Almighty God. Super cool. I mean, God, he got to see God's back. He said, you know, because he couldn't look at his face and live. In this, in this mortal body, how many know you can, you're not going to look God the Father in the face and go, hey. Because <laughs> you would be blown away. <laughs> right? And so in this situation, you remember the story, he kind of tucked him into the rock and said, I'm going to walk past you. And he saw the back. Because the glory of God's presence in his face is overwhelming. That's why we'll get to see him one day, but it'll be, we'll have to have a glorified body. 
to handle it. And so until you get the glorified body, you can't actually see the Father in that way. Um, but what, um, what Moses said to the Lord in, uh, in, in Exodus 33:18, he reads, "And he said, "Please show me your glory." I think probably a lot of Christians today have prayed along that line, show me your glory. We know, well, hopefully we know, as believers, the glory of God is in us, right? But still, I'd like an experience like that. He said, Lord, show me your glory. And here's how the response is interesting. Then he said, God said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. Show me your glory. And the Lord said, okay, I'll make my goodness pass before you. What's the glory of God? Goodness. His glory is his goodness. And then if, if we were to go over to the new covenant and read over there in the book of Romans. You remember this? I think it's chapter 2. And it, says, it uses this phrase. The goodness of God draws people, draws men to repentance. So some things happen in the glory of God that's very interesting. When God's glory, now His glory is His manifest presence, but it's His goodness. It's not, you get in the presence of God, He's there with a paddle. He's there to knock you down. And that's why, you know, that's why you repent. (laughs) No. In the presence of God, He is so awesome and so good. But something about that glory goodness causes things to come out. Some of it is like, man, I need to get some things right. I need that. There's some things here that don't fit. You know? One of these things is not quite like the other. Holy God. Born again child of a holy God. And some other stuff we carried along. And we get in His presence. And you might be, and I'm fine. Everything's good. My conscience is nice and seared. So, <laughs> so I'm pretty comfortable living a compromised life. I obey the Lord a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You can get very comfortable and you're still saved, but your your spiritual life is blah. Because we get comfortable. But if we can convince someone to stay in the presence long enough, stuff starts showing up. And it's not God saying, you know, you're horrible, you're a rascal, you're good for nothing. It's Him there in His goodness. His glorious goodness and we get in there and go, huh, uh, what's that? That's that thing you've been carrying around for a while. That doesn't belong here, does it? And listen, the Lord's saying it with love in His eyes. He's saying it with kindness and love and mercy. And He's looking at you with a smile. But in there you're going, huh. It's like, uh, you know, our friend uh, Jomo. Who was just here? That's short for Joseph Morris. Uh, 
the men I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, mighty man of God. He tells the story of how how the Lord appeared to him years ago, told him to teach on the end times. Three years later, he hadn't started yet teaching on the end times. And so he said, did he tell this when he was here? Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, he was in his living room. Do you guys remember? Anyway, he said he looked up. He was somewhere. Maybe it was, maybe it was a church service. Maybe it was in his house. He looked up and there Jesus was again. I think he said he was just kind of leaning back. Told about what he wore. He said, but he didn't say anything. He just stood there and looked at him. But he said, but it wasn't like he had some mean, angry look on him still. But he told him what to do. He hadn't done it. So he appeared again. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to do it on my face. I don't know what he looked like. But, but it, just his description was, his, it was still full of love. But it became obvious in that presence. It's his glory. It's his glorious goodness. And uh, and he knew immediately, like junk. Uh, better giddy up. And and if I can get in his presence sometimes and get in there, I'm going to go, oh, that's a rotten attitude. How did that thing get in here? Oh, what happened? what's the deal there? But that's the time to deal with it in His glorious goodness. And we say, "Get that doesn't that doesn't belong in my life. It's there whether you're in His presence and it becomes seen or not. But it's His goodness that draws us to say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, no more. I'm getting that out." Amen. I've told you how I got into the ministry. <laughs> you know, the short version is I'm going along, doing, going to college. Not Bible college. Heathen college. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't mean it that way. Just regular University. I wasn't preparing for ministry. I'm just studying stuff I didn't care about. Just because it wasn't me. I'm just biding time. Anyway, I didn't know what I was doing. But I'm going to college. And in the middle of that, I'm, I'm drawn to the Lord. I'm stirred. I'd get in church. His presence would be there. More so than before. I mean, to me, it was more real. And I wanted to worship Him. More than I ever had before. I wanted to worship Him. And so I would. I'd slip my hand up. And I'd worship Him. And I couldn't wait to do it. Couldn't wait to do it. Because I wasn't a big hand raiser before. Couldn't wait to lift my hands and worship Him. Oh, it was awesome. Woo! Do you feel that? Nice. And then I'd go home to our apartment. And I'd get on my knees. Remember, I told, I've told you some of that by the beanbag chair. And I get down on my knees and I lift both hands and I worship him, worship him, worship him, worship him. I worship the Lord. I worship you. I mean, you know, you, you start worshiping the Lord. He'll give you anything you want. He'll make your way prosper. You worship him and worship him, worship him in the car and worship him in your house and worship him in the shower. And maybe at church, do it too. <laughs> worship the Lord. Just pour out your heart magnify him and give him glory until you run out of words then do it in tongues and then come back into English when you think of something 
If you, can't, if you can't think of anything, say, I worship you, I worship you, I worship you, and do it for an hour. Kind of like we did about. You just worship the Lord and do that a lot. <laughs> Good things happen. Anyway, what, ha- say, uh, what happened? He put me in the ministry when I did that. Here's what I mean by that. I didn't have a clue that he wanted me to be a minister, wanted me to be a pastor, wanted me to be a teacher, or anything like that. I didn't know that. I was just floundering. Save me from the cows, Lord. I'm going to college. I'm getting away from the, the dairy for a while. I'm going to go to college and do something. And I didn't really have any direction in my life and, until I worshipped him. And I, when I worshipped him, I got close. And, you know, like I said, things become clearer, more focused. And I, sometimes in that presence, and I saw this, this happened with me too. Now that I'm thinking about it, there were some things that I was goofing around with. I had no part of my life. They did not belong in the, 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 the realm of discussion, Jesus, me, and it. It was the odd thing out. In other words, it wasn't holy, it wasn't godly. It's me compromising with the world, allowing things in. And when I got close to him, he didn't say, get out of here with that junk. It was his goodness and his glory. And I'd go, eh. And I'd come come back down and say, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that. I'm not messing with that anymore. No one else even knew it. It was private. No one no one knew what was going on. In my heart, like, that doesn't belong here. I can see that's totally awkward. What in the world? I'm not bringing that in here anymore. Next time I go in the presence of the Lord, I'm just coming with just me. Not carrying this baggage. So I saw the yucky stuff so I could get rid of it. And I'm thankful I saw it. I don't know about you. I think it's a blessing when God in his love and mercy will help us to see things that aren't comfortable. Because he's not doing it to condemn us. He's not doing it to beat us over the head. He's doing it to save us from hardship and and the the harm that it brings. But the other thing is I got in his presence and, and, and I saw that he wanted to use me. I saw that he he had a plan for my life. What? A plan? I mean, maybe I would have agreed to that in theory. All Christians say, oh yes, amen, God has a plan. But for me, personally, it became real. Not You know how much of it I saw? But that was better than nothing. Because it drew me in and drew me closer. And I got closer and I got closer. And before you knew it, you know, I'd spend more time worshiping him, worshiping him, worshiping him. And my little thing got, my little vision of God's plan for my life got a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger until I could see, don't go to school here anymore. And then I saw, go to Bible college. And then I saw, ah, you're a preacher. But it was spending time with the Lord that made those things clear. I didn't know. I didn't know until I got with Him. And I suspect some people even know some things tonight. Maybe you saw the whole thing. Sometimes the Lord gives a big, fat, honking vision that's super crystal clear. And sometimes uh, He gives you a little piece of it. Amen. It's like when my daughter plays softball. She's getting to that age now where they're starting to stop. Thank you, Jesus. But the younger age, when someone gets up to bat and they hit a foul ball, you know, girls fast pitch softball. 
And all the team says, you got a piece of it. You got a piece of it. Now hit the rest of it. Hit the rest of it. And they'd say, you know, R-E-S-T, rest of it. Those things stick in your brain. They, bu- they, they mess up your sleep at night. Some of you don't know those. There's got to be some people in here who know those, those, those cheers. Can anyone relate to me and suffer with my... Okay, thank you, thank you. All right, okay. <laughs> but there's something about going into the presence of God. You get a piece of it. <laughs> and then go back in and now you get the R-E-S-T, rest of it. Okay. Hallelujah. I believe the presence of the Lord is where we were designed to be in that place comes so many good things sometimes it's repentance that takes place in there and we get it out man what a what what a blessing that is to get it out sometimes it's i see something i didn't see before god's plan you know what sometimes it is uh it's refresh refreshing takes place you know in the, in the third chapter of acts they said uh peter was uh preaching there and he said repent and so forth he said that times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord sometimes in the presence of the Lord what happens I get refreshed get rejuvenated revived breath of fresh air cup of cold water on a hot day and it's spiritual and it's needed for us amen hallelujah praise God you guys have something Speak now or forever hold your peace. All right. Just something that the Lord was impressing upon me earlier was uh, to seek. There's, there's very few things we're told to seek. One of those things is His, His, His righteousness. And if you think about righteousness, we think about doing the right thing. But really, righteousness is just us being completely right with God. Like us and God being fully compatible. There not being any anything in between us. Kind of going along the same lines that he was talking about where you get with God and there's something there that shouldn't be. Well, when we seek after righteousness... It leads us into a place of we're with God. There's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. And it's it's that place where we find that we can be fully mended. I think a lot of people, it's, it's scary to go in the presence of God for some because it's like there's scars broken things inside that we don't want brought up that we don't want talked about and I, I can just tell that there's some here that yeah some of it's some of it's there's stuff that you're doing that is holding holding us back from being fulfilled from fulfilling our call there's also the side that is there's deep wounds and there's things that have happened in, in, our, in, 
a person's past where that really has to be dealt with. And Jesus is called the mender of the brokenhearted. He heals the brokenhearted. He's so good at it. But it it's it's up to us to allow him to do it. To to say, okay, here here you go. Here's the issue. Here's the here's the wound that I'm dealing with. And I it doesn't happen just because you ignore it. You know, typically a problem that gets ignored gets bigger and gets worse. And so a lot of times when you get in the presence of God, you're like, there'll, there'll be something that comes up. There'll be a wound. There'll be something that uh, is painful. And you have to just say, instead of being like, no, I can't think about that, God, I just want to think about you. He's bringing that up so he can mend that, so he can heal that, so he can make things right on the inside of you. He desires wholeness for us. He wants us to be whole inside and out. His, Paul said, it's my desire that you would um, prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And so if you look at the root of prospering and look at the root of health, it starts with our soul. And our soul um, can be wounded. It can be, it can be scarred. There's things that can be done by others that aren't your fault. It didn't, those things that have happened to you that it might not, and it might not have anything to do with your guilt or anything like that, but it's shame. It's, it's stuff that you've held onto maybe from childhood where someone does something. And it, what it, what that does is it puts, it puts a, wrong image of God a lot of times on the inside of someone they think how could that be allowed how could this person be allowed to do this thing to me and the, the truth is is he didn't allow it he didn't permit it that that was the working of darkness it was not the working and allowing of God to for that to happen but it was something that was meant to kill, steal, and destroy you. But Jesus is here now. And he's saying, I'm, I'm here to heal. I'm here to bring life. I'm here to mend the brokenhearted. I'm here to, I'm here to fix everything that was, that was wrong. You know, when you get in the presence of God, it, he's called the Father of Light. And you start seeing more and more light more and more light and you start noticing the things of God become brighter the things of God become more attractive but then there's also things that you can see scars the things of darkness become exposed and darkness will be exposed in his light and that knowing what to do with that comes from being in his presence okay I gotta deal with this I gotta I can't just ignore this dark little corner over here that I've tried to hide away that I've blocked off from from you know my memory blocked off from my relationship with God blocked off from possibly your spouse 
but I have to I have to go over and shine the light on that corner. I got to shine the light on there. And it might be painful at first, but the end result is full healing. The end result is to where that shame of that thing which you can usually tell there's shame involved when it pops in your head and it's <gasps> ignore. I got to I got to suppress that. That those things he wants us to just say, okay, what do you want to do with this? And when you offer it and you expose yourself and you fully bring that to the Lord, he's able to heal it. He's able to make it to when that thing pops in your head the next time. That it's just not a big deal anymore. It doesn't have the same sting it did before. It doesn't have all the shame that came with it before. Because he heals that. His healing is its thorough. It's perfect. Those things that were stolen from you, he's a restorer of. He's a restorer of those things. He's a mender of the brokenhearted. And he's been doing it forever. And he's super good at it. It's like his specialty. So he makes broken things whole. So maybe we could just um, maybe we just go back into being with the Lord. I think that would be good. We can do it sitting down. But if if there's that inside of you as well, where you recognize there's something that needs to be dealt with. There's something that's ex- that needs to be exposed to the to the light, so it can be dealt with. So many people get stuck. Their calling of God's clear; it's right before them. They see what they're supposed to do, but they might not recognize that the dark corner, the scars from the past. They cause fear. They cause fear to take that step into what He's called you to do. And so it's, it really is detrimental to your calling to hold on to those pain, pains, those wounds. And He's taken us up and He's taken us higher. But things have to be made whole on the inside. Things have things of darkness have to be dealt with. And then we, then we can go up. Then we can answer that call. Then we can step forward and say, okay, here I am. I'll do what you say. Whatever it is, I'm not afraid anymore. I don't have anything holding me back anymore. So let's do that. Let's, let's just start praising the Lord. We don't know if we need a song or anything, but maybe just with the piano playing, we'll just worship God. And if you have something going on the inside, let's just let's talk to him about it. Amen. Okay, Nick. Let's do that. Let's uh, um, let's sing one song, and and it's that walk into the room song. We love you. We'll never stop. And uh, and while we do this, two things. The one probably precedes the other, but I wanted to ask, uh, are there those that need to answer a call? 
meaning you know on the inside this is something this is a God thing I need to say yes to that I need to respond to that and like I said maybe the other is the the holder backer but this would be the time and uh, and I could have you raise your hands or whatever but uh, why don't we just stand and we'll sing this and and during this time do as pastor Doug was instructing and then if that was an issue then you'll be clear and if not then you can answer the Lord either way with his yes amen and then after we sing that song then we're going to pastor Bill's going to share one little word that he got earlier in the service and then uh, then I think that I think that's done